Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So this episode is going to be on handling the festive period. So it's a time of year now where people have a lot on, like social events, and I just wanted to make an episode as a result of that just to talk about how you can potentially still participate in those events while still maintaining your progress throughout this period or still making progress throughout this period depending on how you want to handle it and what current phase you're in will depend on obviously if you can still keep chipping forward of course and like uh, at this time of year like out the get-go I don't really recommend dieting like all my clients that are currently in a dieting phase I aim in wrapping up their diet and either resuming the diet after the festive period or just finishing the diet beforehand. And the reason being is it's, it's not really a good time that aligns with dieting. And of course, if like a client was like, right, I've got a small family, it's not going to interrupt maybe the festive period or spending quality time with them, I'm fine to keep dieting through it and I want to, then maybe I'd be like, right, crack on. But for the most part, I appreciate Clients will probably want to have a bit more flexibility. They'll probably have a bit more on. So it is a good time to kind of bring yourself back up to maintenance if you're in a dieting phase. Because if you try and diet through it, you'll probably just have higher hunger, which means you'll maybe handle those events a bit poorer anyway. And you might as, might actually just put yourself at maintenance. So you might just you might as well just plan on doing it instead of trying to diet and probably not being that successful throughout unless you kind of restrict yourself and if that's what you want to do then go have at it uh, as you'll kind of find out the theme of this episode just the podcast as a whole is do what makes you happy do what you want to do and it's gonna do like live your life in line with your goals and in line with what you want to achieve not what stereotypically you should do if that makes sense so yeah typically i i'm currently like trying to get clients to wrap up their diet two weeks before Christmas and then they'll resume like dieting a good like after the new year I think that's appropriate thing to do because two like two to three weeks in the grand scheme of things isn't a long period and I don't think there's anything wrong with spending that time at maintenance and enjoying yourself a bit more and if you gain a bit of weight throughout this Christmas period it's typically going to be glycogen which comes with water when we store glycogen which is pretty much carbohydrates and we'll do so when we're consuming more carbohydrates. Uh, we will also store water. So every, I think, one gram of glycogen is around three grams of of water we will store. So don't quote me on that, but around about that. So if you do gain a bit of weight, it's not the end of the world. What will basically happen is you'll just diet again, and then it will take maybe an extra week or that to get that glycogen off, to get that kind of water weight, and to deplete yourself of carbohydrates or glycogen and then you'll start kind of losing weight again you might be at might be like your lowest weight of the diet obviously this depends how you handle it if you go absolutely mad then you might you might need to diet for not just one more week but a few more weeks to get back to where you were and yeah so what's the benefit of setting up maintenance or gaining very slightly so first of all it will allow you to enjoy the festive period it won't allow you to kind of maybe participate a bit more in these events if that's what you want to do and as well as that it will mean you can like uh, push performance up so you can use this period to set maintenance you can drop diet fatigue so when you diet you accumulate fatigue from doing so it's somewhat a stress on your body 
So it allows you to drop any fatigue you've accumulated from dieting, any tiredness, dragginess, that sort of thing. It allows you to spend a bit of time pushing performance up and building maybe a bit of tissue during this period and just regaining some maybe lost performance throughout the diet. And yeah, just building muscle tissue throughout this period as well as serving as a mental break. As a result, potentially leading to a better look if you do manage to build some muscle tissue throughout these few weeks when the diet ends. Obviously, like in the grand scheme of things, you're not going to blow up from spending three weeks at maintenance building muscle. But uh, it's again, like it's not like you're wasting the time if you're sitting at maintenance if you're having progressive training. And also drop for training fatigue if you are taking time off training, if you are taking time off the gym. So... As you can see, like there, there are benefits spending time at maintenance. So although maybe like when clients maybe go on holiday or have events, they might think it's derailing their progress, but they'll probably have to deload at some point anyway. So it's actually going to do them some good, and it means they're going to be super fresh mentally and be able to crack on with like another solid push once they get back into routine, back dieting. So what will happen if you take time off? So when you take time off the gym, what you'll potentially experience is you'll you'll not lose tissue first of all you're not going to lose tissue taking a small period off the gym and the reason being is that like your body's your body's not that like if you unless you're kind of sitting and you're not moving at all then you might lose a bit of tissue but if you're just walking if you're just like typically like carrying out day-to-day tasks you're not gonna lose any muscle tissue it's not gonna happen if your protein's in a reasonable spot so let's say you do look to take two weeks completely off the gym you're not going to lose any sort of muscle tissue. So don't worry about that. What will happen is you'll be a bit less efficient at movement patterns. So you'll have a slight drop in strength. What I mean by that is you'll get back and you might kind of be a rep down here and there, two two reps down maybe, uh, or might not be able to lift as much for the same reps. So the reason being is just when we perform a movement consistently, we get efficient at a movement pattern, which is why if you do a movement for the first time, you'll progress your strength quite quickly on that movement. So if you have time away from training, if you have time away from the gym, you become a wee bit less efficient, which will result in a wee bit drop in strength. But that will come back. And again, that drop in strength doesn't equate to losing muscle tissue, if that makes sense. Because if that was the case, then let's say, like we all know, or I know anyway, uh, if you've experienced it too, you'll obviously understand what I'm on about. If you ever like perform an movement, let's say you bench for six months, and then you swap it for a chest press you'll go back to benching, you might not be at peak strength, but that doesn't mean your chest is smaller, that just means you've not run the bench press, so you're not as strong in it. Uh, so, yeah, it doesn't mean you're losing muscle. And you might visually look a touch worse, just from not having any positive inflammation, not kind of, not getting much of a pump, not kind of shuttling carbohydrates intramuscularly, or in, in other words, just training. Uh, and... Also, like psychologically, you might feel like you look maybe just a touch worse, uh, just because you're you're not gonna like take two weeks off the gym and be like, oh, what areas look big? You're gonna be like, oh, have I gained fat? Does this look smaller? You're gonna have that negative mindset, which I think uh, is is quite common to have if you take time off the gym. Although, like your muscles not going anywhere, and looking a touch worse doesn't equate to losing muscle muscle, if that makes sense. So, yeah, there's there's not gonna be anything horrendous that's gonna happen if you do take some time off the gym. So, if you want to crack on, take some time off. It just means maybe you'll miss maybe a week or two of progressions when it comes to building muscle or you'll miss a week or two of maybe fat loss but there can be benefit from taking time off like deloading or having a period of maintenance like I said to drop fatigue so there's obviously benefit from it so it might not 
Like in the grand scheme of things, it could actually do you some good and it might not even be counterproductive. So, social events. How should we handle these if we want to maybe handle them effectively or maintain our progress during this period? So, when it comes to social events, pick and choose your battles. I've said this before in other podcasts, but you don't need to go mad at every event. You don't need to have an all or nothing approach. This is what I think holds a lot of people back. And what I mean by this is if, let's say, you've got, let's say, Christmas, New Year, you've got a work night's out, you've got maybe a dinner with friends, you've got another dinner, let's say you, you, you play a sport or whatever, you participate in some sort of kind of activity club outside of outside of the gym, outside of work, etc., then you're going out for food there or drinks there. Or maybe you're catching up with other family members, right? So let's say you've got eight things on. You don't need to go actual balls out all eight times, getting hammered and eating ridiculous. You don't need to do that. And uh, people say, oh, like, live a little, let loose. But, like, you don't need to, you don't need to, like, overeat massively or you don't need to get extremely drunk to spend time with people and to enjoy yourself and I think that's kind of like a a cop out in a way if that makes sense like if you if you want to and you're willing to understand that's going to impact your progress then get absolutely smashed for all eight social events you have but you don't need to do so while enjoying them there can be somewhere in the middle if that makes sense you can sober some of these events you can have just a few drinks instead of 10 you can have something a bit more sensible on the menu you can just stick to maybe not having a dessert, because at the end of the day, you're still with them, you're still spending time with people that are important to you. Because, see, when I look back at last Christmas, I don't think about, right, I wish I had that extra bit of cake. I wish I had that, <clears throat> that extra, extra, I'm not sure, let's say jugger, jugger bread sauce on my bloody Christmas dinner or whatever. I think you get the drift. You're not going to remember those events. You're going to remember spending time with family, seeing their face when maybe they opened gifts, etc., and just catching up with people, spending time with people important to you. So make sure that's kind of what you're focusing on, if that makes sense. So if you want to maybe handle it well, maintain your progress, then be a bit more sensible at some of the events. Maybe one or two of them, have a good bit to eat, get pretty, pretty hammered if you want to drink a lot of alcohol, do so. But the other ones, maybe take it easy, eat moderately, and have a drink or two, eh, and maybe not go over that. That's what I'd recommend because, like I said, you don't need to get smashed for every single event because <clears throat> at the end of the day, like, what, are you, what are you gaining from not remembering the night before, feeling rubbish the next day, derailing your progress an awful lot? Not a lot. Uh, but again, like it comes back to handle this how you want. I'm just kind of telling you what the pros and cons of handling it in each way could potentially uh, in- involve or include. And you can incorporate... Like maybe nights out, like if you really wanted to and you were going on a night out, you can incorporate into your calories. Like if you know roughly what you're going to be drinking, you can beforehand hit your protein goal. You can beforehand make sure you've saved enough calories to have 10 shots of vodka. Yes, the shot might not be measured to the gram, but you can roughly estimate how much calories you're going to have. Uh, And you can still go and hit your steps beforehand if you want to go out. So you can still roughly maintain your weight quite effectively and you don't need to have a kebab after a night out if you want to maintain your weight effectively so you can handle things well and like if you want to handle things well you can have something like a spirit in a zero sugar mixer 
which, or, which is quite a low calorie option. So you don't need to have like maybe the most calorie dense thing there or like a alcoholic kind of milkshake type thing. You can have sensible options and just incorporate it into your goal. It does mean if you're incorporating it into your goal, it's going to kind of suck not eating much that day because you've obviously not got less food to eat. Uh, but you can fill out, fill up on like just, just tons of pro- like having enough protein, have tons of greens with each meal, and then have plenty of water, which will help manage hunger. And here's a tip: if you are going out drinking, have salt beforehand, plenty of water beforehand. Stay hydrated when you get in that night. Have plenty of salt or an electrolyte powder, and tons like a glass of water at least. And when you get up, have a lot of salt straight away, and also water. Uh, or electrolyte tablet or powder and that's going to help massively stop you from being hungover Uh, because part of being hungover is just having a lack of electrolytes in our body and being dehydrated and because drinking is a diuretic so yeah if you want to handle social events well you can incorporate into your calories if you want to you can still hit your protein step goal calorie goal and just pick and choose your battles if you want to maybe go all out know you're going to maybe gain a bit of weight maybe set yourself back a bit you can or if you want to handle things well keep keep your progress going kind of then you can as well and next up is don't think all or nothing so all or nothing approach is something that i think holds a lot of people back like i kind of touched on just there uh, and the reason being is even if your diet's suboptimal you're in a better spot if you're training hard for it if you are hitting your step goal if you are trying to maintain good sleep so just because one thing is in a poor spot doesn't mean everything needs to be in a good in a poor spot so you can still make sure you're ticking some other boxes because after let's say like what's what's gonna give you like a better physique a better outcome right the whole of december just thinking screw it it's the holidays and not training at all having a poor diet or having a poor diet and training ridiculously hard let's say four times a week that Training hard four times a week could be the difference between putting you in a surplus to maintenance or it could be the difference from putting you in maintenance into a calorie deficit. So don't underestimate the kind of importance of still controlling what you can, still ticking other boxes. Like even if things aren't 100%, then it doesn't mean you need to throw everything off because rarely in your fitness journey are everything going to be 100%. You'll get aches and pains in the gym. You'll get interruptions outside the gym. You'll get weeks where something's don't go well so you can't just think right all or nothing you need to kind of it's about kind of being kind of 85 percent consistent the majority of the time that's kind of the goal and that's going to get you to your goal better than being all or nothing and then derailing your progress because i've I've seen it and i've had clients who will like communicate effectively send forum clips smash it and then they'll just not communicate and not check in for a good few weeks uh, and I'll chase them up, try and get them to try and help them, try and help them stay on track. But <clears throat> if they don't give me that kind of necessary information, the valuable information I need, and they don't let me help them, I can't. So they're the clients that don't get the results. I can tell you that 100%. So kind of take something from that and make sure if you are kind of going to going to like be a bit more relaxed with your diet, like still keep up training. Because like, I appreciate, obviously, there's more on in December, but you can afford an hour four times a week to probably go to the gym still if you're honest with yourself and if you don't want to then it's just not in your priorities in my opinion meaning you probably have the time but it's not high enough in your values that you're not making the time for it if that makes sense uh what i mean by that is you can get up an hour earlier you can 
do it instead of watching Netflix or do it instead of going on your phone. Like you can you can always find time if something's valuable enough in my opinion. And yeah, so just don't let everything else slide. If every, if your diet's not the best, you're going out drinking, like still train hard during it because you can you're you're gonna put yourself in such a better spot. Like what what gives or what I see in like what you see in individuals who like have great physiques and have good progresses and they might not be perfect all the time but they do it for ages on end because you can only build muscle so fast you can only kind of get the physique you want in such a fast period of time but something that like a lot of people have in common is they train super hard and they do so for years on end simple as that so if you keep those two things up you're going to look pretty good uh granted you're obviously having having enough protein things like that but yeah keep it up in regards to the training if you can and if you need to miss a session here and here and there, that's fine. But don't just use that as a reason to miss the rest of your sessions. Pick up where you've left off. And that might mean going for a session here and there when you feel rough or going for a quick session before a night out, etc. So you can still fit them in. But if you want to kind of maintain your progress or maybe keep chipping forward even, then don't think all or nothing. Still get your sessions in when you can. And you can always like plan sessions around commitment. So even if, let's say, you've quite got, got a lot on, like... When I think, right, I've got this on, if something does come up now and then, I'll think, I'd like, my head instantly goes to, right, when can I train instead? I don't think, oh, I can't train. I think, right, how am I going to fit in? Not, I can't think, how can I? That's a better mindset to have, in my opinion. So, yeah, don't think all or nothing when it comes to kind of handling training, that sort of thing. And in terms of what next one I talk about, it's just like handling this period how you want to. I've kind of touched on this slightly throughout the episode already but basically handle this period in however way is in line with your goals in life like there's always people are going to comment on what you're doing and what I mean by that is people are going to kind of moan at your critique or whatever you do if that makes sense if you're if you're like doing things that are positive for your health and your goals people are going to say live a little loosen up Uh, if you relax people are going to maybe comment on that as well uh, I think it can come from a sense of insecurity. Like if some people see people maybe handle, like keep maybe training during this time where they're not having dessert and things like that, people will be like, oh, go on then. And I think that comes from partly, not always, definitely not always, but partly sometimes like an insecurity because they don't have that sense of discipline themselves. It can be a tricky time this time of year, like with your fitness goals especially if let's say folk are commenting on things it can be a wee bit kind of frustrating and annoying like sometimes with myself for example it's like I like I'm, I'll whenever I'm going to events or doing things like I'll, I'll always have a meal with me like I'm, I'm, I'm I very rarely miss well I don't miss meals simple as that and if I'm missing something it's strategic and planned in and agreed upon with my coach and I'll have like a sensible off plan meal instead but like I'll always get like wee comments and uh, I know it's my choice, but like it's, it's a wee bit kind of like tedious. Like, right, I'm here, I'm present, I'm with you, I'm spending time with people. Just let me kind of eat this meal before my Christmas dinner, if that makes sense. Things like that. Uh, so just make sure, like you, it's your life. So handle it how you want to. Don't let others, other people, kind of make decisions on what you should and shouldn't do. The only caveat to that is make sure you're not sacrificing spend time with people important what I mean by that is I'm not expecting you to not have Christmas dinner because you want to handle your diet well that's silly 
have Christmas dinner, spend time with your your family members, your friends, if that makes sense. But at the same time, don't feel like you're obligated to drink if you don't want to drink. Don't feel like you're obligated to do something. Like, it's your life. Spend it how you want. Spend it in line with what you value and your goals. I think that's something really important. And, like, uh, yeah, how, how you handle it will depend on what how it will affect your results. Like I said, there's ways to go about handling maybe nights out, still staying on track, having things in moderation and not thinking all or nothing, still training this period. So you can handle it well. You can tick your boxes, turn it down if you really want to. Not that I'm saying you need to. You definitely don't. But what I'm saying is do it what's in line with your goals. Do it in line with what's going to make you happy and the people that are important around you happy. And just if you are a bit more relaxed, if you do have a wee bit more of an all or nothing approach, it's going to have a wee bit of a larger negative impact upon your goals. It might mean you don't really much make much progress during this time, maybe this month, which is a 12 for the year. If you're fine with that, magic. If you're not fine with that, you want to be a bit more consistent, do so. Do what's going to make you happy, simple as that. Uh, but thank you very much for watching or listening. If you did enjoy the episode, then of course any support is greatly appreciated. As always, uh, I can't thank everyone enough for watching. And if there's any episodes you'd like to see or if you do listen to the podcast, uh, share it on your story or just drop me a message on Instagram to let me know if you found it valuable and what you found valuable. Uh, and any support given is just more encouragement for me to bring out more more content more frequently and doing it to a higher quality because if I know you're kind of taking a lot of value from it, if I know you're kind of listening to it and it's getting kind of a bit more traction then I'm going to put more effort into develop the podcast even further so thank you very much for watching or listening and have a great rest of your day